already. Okay. All right. Um, this is Brothers Comics, and we're here interviewing a well-known artist, Afun um, Richardson, and and we're at MomoCon 2017. And first of all, we would like to ask Afun what project she's currently working on that we could look forward to, to finding out in. Uh, they just released the graphic novel of um, Black Panther World of Wakanda, the first five mini-series. Okay. Um, uh, and um, also, uh, I'll, I'll have a cover out with uh, Valiant Comics for a secret, secret weapon. Okay. That should be out in August. And I'm currently writing my own series called Aquarius, the Book of Prayer. I'll have a Patreon oh, cool. out soon. And I'll be getting into you know ancient mermaid myths, and, uh, flood myths, and alternative history, and do a modern retelling. Getting into Mamiwata in Nigeria, to the Ningyo in Japan, to the Sukmolenu in Nova Scotia. So I'm really excited about that. That's that my personal exciting. pet project. So. Now, what what was your motivation for you know going in the various directions as far as locations and so forth? geometry of um, ancient temples and structures all over the world. And one thing that he noticed was that every culture had a flood. And so, um, so what I also noticed was that mermaids were not actual fish. Like, why were they never any real fish? You know, you saw uh, just half a woman you never saw any like actual koi. And then I started wondering why did the Japanese collect koi? And it was a tradition that went back to China and even further back into Persia, whereas now Iran. And there was a story about um, uh, a carp swimming against the river uh, to gain strength, and he got to the Golden Gate. And uh, once he climbed over the Golden Gate, he tried for a hundred years to climb up this waterfall. Wow. The rest of his brothers and sisters left. They were like, forget it, we're done. <laughs> but when he when he finally persisted, the god of the goddess of water allowed him to go up the uh, the gate. He turned into a dragon. So it's a story of like perseverance. Like the koi is collected perseverance. And I was like, whoa, that was a whole lot more than what I uh, had in store. So I started looking, and I started realizing that not just you know the selkie and the sirens and the you know beautiful women you know asking people to their watery graves and they were just these very very rich stories like the mommy wata being you know the goddess of, of the sea and of where we come from and that um, there it's it's practiced the world over in these different forms and different names and so i thought you know why not link all of those together why not you know tell them in one story you know, it, it is one story. We just have a different explanation. So, that's cool. Well, we would definitely be looking forward to finding that in comic book stores and so forth. And also, I just want to get an idea of your background. Where are you from? Are you from Atlanta? or? Uh, I live here in Atlanta now, but uh, originally... <laughs> originally, I, um, I'm from New York City. Okay. Born and raised. Oh, 
Right, and how long have you been in Atlanta? It's been a long time? Uh, about eight years now. Okay, all right. And what project would you say that you probably get the most questions about or, or seems to be one of your most more popular projects? Uh, there was a project that I worked on called Genius uh -huh. that uh, I put out through Top Cow. Um, and um, I wasn't the writer, but I, I created the look of the characters and I did all the artwork mm -hmm. and character design. And um, it was interesting because there were a lot of delays when it came to, to that book. They had some trouble, I had some trouble, but it ended up coming out just at the right time. For those who haven't read it, it's uh, about a 17-year-old tactical genius who was born in South City in Los Angeles. She's sort of the, this generation's animal, this generation's you know, strategist. But, you know, in a world where, you know, warfare may not be that relevant, uh, warfare for her is surviving in the streets. And so she dismantles the gangs, uh -huh. she forms the citizens' militia, she starts taking over you know, the city, and uh, it was interesting because uh, I was living in New York, post 9-11 you know, world, and when I started seeing the militarization of the police, I started seeing, you know, um, cops changing from wearing blue uniforms to black ones, you know, carrying paramilitary gear, you know, and the cops were afraid. Right. The cops were afraid, and people were afraid. There was fear. Fear was rising, you know, and of course there was always an issue when it comes to people being armed and others not being so. You know, I wouldn't want to be a cop. They have a very dangerous job. I wouldn't want to go into a building while everybody else is running out. Right. You know, so it, it was sort of, this book sort of provided a conversation um, about, you know, the state of police as well as from both perspectives, those who have to interact with police, as well as the police going into these different situations. It's like, all right, well, I have a job that I need to do, and uh, they're not protected, we're not protected. So something has to change because of that, that kind of, you know, we all have to live here together. <laughs> you know, right, we need the cops. Right. Let's let's face it, we need the cops. You know, but we don't need them to harass and harm and maim and shoot and kill. But those who are good cops are not protected. So they're not incentivized to call out those who use excessive force because they're the ones who are going to get punished for it. You know, so there are different considerations. It's not just like, oh, well, you know, blue lives matter and it only matters for them. So, you know, it's not so black and white. And so that's what I really liked about this book. You know, it, it, it was funny because when the book came out, people were like, hey, did you just... Whole images from the headlines. As soon as it came out, three days later, the events in Missouri. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, Sometimes divine <laughs> intervention intercedes, and yeah, yes. it, just, it just all works. But yes. yeah, <laughs> that's great. That's great. And can I ask how you're enjoying MobileCon this year? Oh, it's so great. This is my second year. Your second year. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. And I'm excited because I got to do the bow chart for Sunday. Oh wow! Yes. As, okay. I, I think I have it with you. Yeah. Um, It's a very different feeling. We were just commenting on that earlier. Yes, that's true. It's um, anime in general is very cheerful, uh -huh. very upbeat, and that's very reflected in the fan. Uh -huh. You know, so um, so everybody is very cheerful and yeah. very colorful, and you know, it's awesome. It's a good feeling. It's recharging. Um, so this oh, is oh, that is this gorgeous. Is Thank you so much. Wow. This is actually from Aquarius. Siren of the South. <laughs> That's gorgeous. 